We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Did you know that you could invest in crypto through your retirement account? That's right. iTrust Capital allows you to invest in over two dozen of the most popular cryptocurrencies. And unlike the stock market, you can buy and sell 24 hours a day. With iTrust Capital, you also get the tax benefits of a retirement account while investing in crypto. Visit iTrustCapital.com to start investing today. That's iTrustCapital.com. Taxes and conditions may apply. Fees apply. Cryptocurrencies are a speculative investment with risk of loss. iTrust Capital Incorporated does not provide legal, investment, or tax advice. Consult with a qualified legal investment or tax professional football is back ab is in oakland Le'Veon's with the jets obj and jarvis landry have teamed up in cleveland but one thing that hasn't changed is where i'm placing my bets this season my bookie is the place to bet on football every weekend my bookie has better bonuses and more prop bets than any other sports book period this year they're hosting the first online handicapping super contest First place is guaranteed to win at least 100000 and it only costs $100 to enter. All you got to do is pick five NFL games against the spread every week to climb the leaderboard and score your share of the huge cash prize pool. I would only recommend a service that's been good to me, and that's why MyBookie is always the right play. You bet, you win, they pay. MyBookie has live in-game betting on every NFL game. They've got the most rewarding player perks in the business, and for you fantasy guys out there, you can even bet the over-under on how many fantasy points a player will score each game. So, up to $1,000 for your first deposit bonus, double your first deposit, put in 100 and my bookie will give you an extra $100 to gamble with. Use promo code CHAIR to activate the offer. Visit MyBookie online today, mybookie.ag, that's M-Y-B-O-O-K-I-E dot A-G, and don't forget to use the promo code CHAIR, C-H-A-I-R, and when creating your account to claim the bonus. Terms and conditions apply. Bet, win, get paid. This episode is also brought to you by Blue Chew. Guys, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Want to increase your performance and get the extra confidence in bed? Listen up. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color. Blue Chew brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full stomach or empty, and since they are chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready whenever an opportunity arises. If you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. 
Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package, so no in-person doctor visits, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com, promo code ARMCHAIR, to try it free. BlueChew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the Ain't No Seats podcast. Collins driving, almost lost the handle. Chalmers for the tie. Got it in 10 seconds. Unbelievable. He throws. Got Meyer. And he used to tell me, those places are great, but there's no place like Kansas. Alright, what's good? Welcome back. Episode 27. B-Turn, A-B. What's cracking? Um, breaking news. Since calling Memorial Stadium the booth. The booth. We've never lost a football game. The booth is undefeated. How are we feeling about that? Less, less miles undefeated at Kansas. Yes, he that's sure the is. rumor. Yes, he is. 1-0. Oh. Yep. That's all I care about. Our first game-winning drive of my lifetime, I think. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. How about the Hawks going on a game-winning drive? I mean, yeah, we'll we'll go into more detail on that, but that was It's just those are the games we lose every year for these last 10 years. Oh yeah. Yes. We take a punch and we can't answer back. Yes. So, the Hawks folks, in case you missed it because you're an awful fan, the Hawks are 1 and 0. They took care of business against Indiana State 24-17. It took a late game drive by our guy, our quarterback, Carter Stanley. Um, we'll get more into detail about that. Horrible fan, he says. Yeah. If you what if someone had like the most insane thing ever happened to them on Saturday and they just couldn't watch the game and you just I hurt their feelings? I think you would know by now that we're 1-0 <laughs> with a win over Indiana State. Imagine tuning into this podcast to be like, I'm going to listen to find out if the Hawks won on Saturday. What if people did that every week? I'd love that. But, no. So, before we get into the details of the entire game, let's uh, let's talk a little tailgating. Let's talk a little just atmosphere of Lawrence that day. A B, me and you showed up uh six AM stupid like lunatics. Insane. Like uh, it's fun. Why wouldn't you? It was early. You guys are diehards. Like I mean I was pumped to see I that. Just because who else is gonna do that? Well besides Bri, Bri. our guy. Well, he Bri. doesn't count. He doesn't count. <laughs> our guy Bri was there at three AM. A B's FaceTiming me and uh our guy Chris Jane shout out. He told me that he <laughs> listens to the pod. Uh he uh A B FaceTimed us at like midnight. And he's like, guys, let's go. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, let's go right now. It would have made a good story. It would have been a good story, but then we're going to sit there at 3 a.m. and people (laughs) aren't going to be showing up for three more, four more hours. He gets those ideas in his head and he's just set on it. But, like, think about it. Dude, let's go. 
Yeah. 60 years from now, you're telling your grandkids that you not only nicknamed the stadium, but you also saw Les Miles' first <laughs> that, win and got there at 3 in the morning? That's a text he sent me word for word. Think about this, dude. <laughs> you're going to have your grandchildren. You're going to be able to tell them that we got – Here's the thing. We still got there at 6 a.m. That's still pretty crazy, A.B. Like yeah. 3 a.m., 6 a.m., meh, same thing. That's literally when I go to bed. <laughs> yeah, so we got there at 6 a.m. Um, obviously, not a ton of people there at that time, but – I'll say I I felt like the tailgating environment for an 11 a.m. game was pretty good. You know, there were a lot of tents up, a lot of people getting there earlier. Like, I would say this. I've been – we got there last year all year at 7 a.m. for 11 a.m. games. I felt like more people were happy and excited to show up at, like, 7 or 8 or even 9 rather than just rolling up, parking in their spot right by the stadium and walking in for an 11 a.m. kick. So I think more people were just excited to be there, hang out, and that's obviously huge because of, you know, what Les Miles and Jeff Long have been doing to get excitement around the program. But I'll say this. Attendance was 32,611. That, I don't know. What did we think of attendance? Were you guys happy about attendance, or were we kind of just like, meh? Because I kind of thought of it as, like, it's good, but it's also, like, it didn't really, like, excite me or blow me away or I anything just, like that. I don't expect people to come until there's a winning product on the field. Like, Les Miles is a huge big-name coach, but until they start winning games, people aren't going to travel, drive hours from yeah. wherever they live and spend money on yeah. food, beer, tickets, Yeah, Wake everything. up at 5 in the morning on their Saturday to go, yeah. That's the problem. Is The 11 a.m. thing just makes it so much difficult. Like, people's alarm goes off and they're like, meh. I really going to wake up, drive an hour and a half or wherever you're coming from. If you're in Western Kansas, you're driving freaking three, four yeah. hours. So well, you get us to a bowl game and you got, we're going to start having close to 50 K. Yeah. Waving the wheat. <laughs> Need it. Um, Even 40, 45. Like I think we'll talk predictions for attendance next week, but I would definitely think for next week's six o'clock game, we'll see much better numbers. I think we'll put in our official predictions later, but I would say I was satisfied with attendance. Um, was like I said, I wasn't excited, wasn't blown away. 11 a.m. We normally our first games of the year are like always 6 p.m. So oh, yeah. 11 a.m. was so just weird. different. But um, I would say the buzz, things were good about the program. I felt good. People were excited to be there. Um, I think we, if it was at 7 p.m., then more people would have been there. Yeah, 100%. like especially students. Like students yep. got blasted on Friday night, <laughs> and they're not waking up at eight or nine yeah unless you want to cure the hangover yeah we will 100 percent see a major spike or major by major i mean like probably five six more thousand but it's get huge close to getting, 40 that'd yeah. be awesome yes um so we get into the game ab me and you were there b turn sadly had to go to a wedding by the way ban fall weddings oh fall I mean, weddings i mean <laughs> if don't even get a, married yeah. if you're having a fall <laughs> wedding just stop sorry if the person b turn was at this weekend is a listener, but come well, on. the one I'm going to this weekend is a listener. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Shout him out. Come on, guy. Check the freaking KU football schedule and schedule <laughs> your wedding around at least a road game, please, or summer wedding. But yeah, spring at, wedding. The wedding's at <laughs> 6 p.m. too, so my ass will have my phone on the side of my hip and watching the game. Probably Heard you were watching Louisville Notre Dame in the crowd at John Mayer last night. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I saw an Instagram story. Or two. Oh my god. <laughs> That's funny. So, yeah, I'm sure you will be sh- paying tons of attention at that wedding. Uh, but, okay, getting into the game, A.B., like I said, we were in there. I was in there for, like, pregame videos. I'll say that. That's another thing. Normally, people don't rush to get in for kickoff. It's kind of like, oh, I want to sit out here and finish them. 
a few more beers, right. do some more fun things at the tailgate, then I'll get in midway through the first quarter. I think most people try to get in there for definitely kickoff, pregame video, you know, the introductions, all that stuff. Like, I was happy to be there for that. Um, what did you think of the hype video? I love The video was dope. I love it. It got me. It got me going. It got pretty loud in there too. I thought. Yes. Like it felt like people were genuinely excited for KU football, which was a nice change of pace. It was awesome because I've been in there for some videos, and my guy Alan will claim that I'm lying because he always used to get mad at me that I wouldn't be there before kickoff. But I've seen some intro videos, and right. it's normally they're playing just with absolute crickets in the background. And this time, people were like invested and watching, and it was kind of like that moment where you're waiting for like a less thing to happen, and then. They had the point where they play the Jay-Z lyric, allow me to reintroduce myself, and Les pops his head up. Yep. And I was like, let's go. They got me going. Let's go, baby. Les Miles era is here. And uh, I was excited. So let's jump into it. First half, playing Indiana State, Hawks, or what What do we want to call the line? Because the line was... It jumped to 12 before kickoff. Yeah, it started at four and a half and ended Bizarre. at 12. So Vegas really... I don't know. They just have no idea. Is that kind of what we're taking from that? I'm almost wondering because Rovell put that tweet out that someone put ten grand on KU, right? Yeah. And like maybe it, what spread did he get it? Six and a half. It was before it jumped, so I'm wondering if he put so much on it that they needed to like spike the lineup because I'm sure it wasn't a very like, highly bet on game. My guy had ten k right. on a two point conversion. Yeah, that man was riding on a two point conversion. Two point conversion. God. Um, Receiver pass. <laughs> so yeah, we the go Lawrence in. special. <laughs> yeah. We go in first half. I would say things got off kind of ugly. Um, a lot of runs, a lot of just quick screens. Weren't really doing much on offense. Now the thing that did spark us was Hassan defense, a big pick six, and that kind of seemed like it took some pressure off. Like it felt like once that happened, it was like, okay, something good happened. Let's roll. Let's. I felt really good after that pick six that we could maybe kind of control that game and win by double digits, that was not how it went. No. I mean, I thought the place was going crazy when that happened. Yeah. And it went viral, too, because the whole defense last name, which was oh, yeah. cool. Yeah, perfect. But, like, I thought we might steamroll and win by 50. I, th- yeah. I had that feeling going into the game, so maybe I was still kind of <laughs> drinking the Kool-Aid, like, halfway through the first. <laughs> we yeah. ended up being down but, one. <laughs> yeah. But, no, that was um, a- By the way, A.B., we, me and him went on 90.7 radio show before the game. They did, like, a pregame radio show, asked us to come on. It was cool. Shout out to them. A.B. predicted Hawks 42-17. I did. I and, got their number right though, and yeah. ours was just flipped. So you oh, know, interesting. Facts. Your boy, me, predicted twenty four seventeen. Which, if you want to check the numbers on that, that was correct. Wow, so, wow, smart guy. Credit to me. But okay, yes. Yeah. So Hassan's defense gets the pick six. I'm feeling good. I'm like, let's go. Les Miles isn't gonna mess around with an FCS school. We're gonna blow the doors off these guys. And then from there, it just kind of felt like Indiana State was like just it was kind of boring. It was because our offense was not moving. We were, I mean, there were times, like, I felt like Juice Herbert and Dom Williams, like, I felt like there were moments where it was like they'd hit a hole and you'd feel like they were going to be gone and they just wouldn't make it through. And all I could think about was if that was Puka running that ball, he's gone. House. Yeah. House. Yes. Oh, yes. all the way. That's, that's crazy. You could just he's going to have to play the fight song. Yeah. yeah. How excited are you guys for him to house one this weekend? Oh, my. Because it's, house it's coming. He's getting seven. Yeah. Seven. I think, I think first run of the game, Khalil broke one. Yeah. No. It, we, I don't know. Was it a counter or did he, like, jump cut? Cause it, I think it was a little, little jump cut. Okay. Like, we, run to the right, come we, back. I mean, we were – we would – 
I, it felt like each drive we were having like one big play, maybe one or two big plays, but then we would just run on first and second down. Yeah, wouldn't get much, and then boom, you're screen pass on third and twelve. Yeah, first so, drive that was the missed field goal, right? Uh, yeah, yes, because so. it was third and manageable, and I think we ran a bubble screen or something like we always do on third downs, and then I just want to see him be aggressive on third, like yeah. get touchdowns, don't settle for three, and. Obviously, I don't know what's going on with our kicker right now, but yeah, so not, that was not looking good. That was the tough part. We obviously had the issue with the missed field goal and then a missed extra point. Uh, um, costly, almost. Almost very costly, money-wise and just, yeah. Life-wise. Yeah, It would have been tied. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, 16-3, though, I mean, it would be nice to bury someone when you're up two scores against FBS or yeah. FCS, whatever they are. <laughs> That's kind of my – like, it felt like we were in control of the game. Like, I was never worried. Even – I mean, at the end of the first half, we – they have him at the one-yard line. McCullough gets a big interception at the one-yard line. Like, it just felt like, okay, they've kind of – they've been played well. We haven't even played that good yet. We have lead. Our defense is playing good. Our offense is going to get it going at some point. There's no reason we should have been winning at halftime. Exactly. Like, they seemed like they were playing better – and we were still withholding them, and they weren't doing anything. And yeah. I was just like, "All right, we're good, we're golden because we're not gonna, we're, we'll play better in the second half." Second half comes, and honestly, Indiana sure State didn't. played a lot better than us. Yeah, I mean, they had the ball at the one. Yeah, first and goal, I think, from the one, and they, I think they reviewed a touchdown, which on TV it kind of looked like he might have been in. I was honestly in the field goal club at that moment and couldn't really tell. What was and going then on. it was, I think it was third and goal, and they had like five or six seconds, and they decided to take three. Yeah, it's like I would throw it to the end zone one time, run a little slant route or something. Right, but they threw a pick in the end zone and they kicked a field goal at the one. Yeah, so and the pick six is the only reason we scored. Exactly. So like, so it could have been ten seven or we were ten nothing. Yeah, I don't know. We were flirting with disaster for sure, and we kind of escaped it. And I was like, all right, we're gonna go in, we're gonna regroup, we're gonna come out. Les is gonna be ready. We're gonna dominate the second half. We're gonna win easily. Not what happened. Indiana State was honestly probably the better team in that second half. Um, quite terrifying. Things got real scary. Let's just get into it. I I remember talking to Jesse Newell a few weeks ago, and he said, you know, there's always those moments with KU football where when something's going to go wrong, it just goes wrong. And we obviously had the fumble with Carter, I think it was fourth and one, right? We mm-hmm. fumbled. But then the big fumble, we are – Backs against the wall. You know, the safety is a concern at that point. Right. Um, Carter fumbles. Live, I thought he threw the ball. So I didn't even freak out. I was like, all right, we're fine. We'll but pop, no. We'll hold him, yeah. Indiana Sony, State recovers it in the touch. In th- there was a the lot of weird reviews, dude. Like, yeah. I thought I didn't think that was a backwards pass to Dom. Oh, yeah. God, that it, one sucked. Yeah, it was weird. But, no, I like you were saying with the fumble, touchdown, scoop, and score, whatever you want to call it. I was watching that part on TV because I had to go take care of some stuff at home. It was pretty obvious on TV, I thought. Oh, yeah. Like, that was my first thought, like, oh, it's, well, we're going to lose. And it just felt like every bit of excitement we had built up for the past eight months or whenever, however long it's been since we hired Les just went straight down the shitter. Exactly. I panicked. Yeah. Like, I didn't know what we were going to talk about. Like, it was <laughs> terrifying. I, I freaked out been, for a good two minutes. We would have been, t- I said before, we would have been talking, like, 1-11, and 0-12 yeah. as fans just because, like, yeah, we've seen it before, and that's how I, we lose games. We got outplayed by Indiana State, most likely. Yeah, and I mean that's exactly what I was gonna say. Like, that is a moment that we have seen 
25, 30. How many losses do we have the last decade? Like, that just happens all the time. Right. Anytime you're feeling decent about KU, something disastrous happens, and it just felt like, oh, same old Jayhawks, here we go again. Oh, yeah. We would have lost off a missed extra point. Yeah, and it was just like, oh, lost because of a missed extra point. And Offense a fumble. did nothing. Like, that's how it felt like. And it was kind of like, you know, so one, you're, you're talking 1-11, and 0-12. Oh and 12. Two, we would have been hearing a ton about why did Carter start? Why is McVitie not starting? Like, it would have become the whole thing we dealt with last year where people wanted Carter to start over Bender. And that's just what we've been doing, even though quarterback has honestly, there's been much bigger issues. And there would have been much bigger issues besides just Carter had we lost. But the fact that Carter Stanley was able to answer back with Put his nuts on the table. Yes. Fourth quarter drive, we stopped running the ball. We started throwing the ball, and we haven't even talked about Andrew Parchment. Stud. That guy. Goes up and gets it, man. Yeah, Juco transfer. One of the I, I feel like a guy Les got kind of early. Maybe it could be wrong, but yeah. one of those wide receivers Les signed where they said it's a it's a big wide receiver that Les likes. He used them at LSU. They're gonna they're guys that go up and get the ball. Parchment was huge. Um, but the other guy during that fourth quarter drive, the guy we've talked about, the guy people desperately want to see be good. The guy David Beatty wanted to play safety. Best safety in the Big 12. <laughs> Dalen Charlotte with absolute two huge catches Massive. on the fourth quarter Tough drive. catches, man. Yes. Like, I don't want to sound crazy, but like pro-like catches. Right. Like, just he just looked like a pro. The other the defender did not. Like, that was the difference. Um, that was huge because, like we said, when KU football has something awful happen, like a fumble for a touchdown to go down one – you just lose. That's right. what we've seen. We go KU yeah. football out, loses the game, and, and the over. game is just over. Yep. And Carter freaking answered back. And a guy that – Carter, like, you look at his numbers, and, yeah, he had completed a ton of passes, but, like we said, a ton of bubble screens, short passes. Like, at that moment, Carter really hadn't been playing that well, plus he had the two fumbles. So it's like that's, that's a nerve-wracking moment for a, a quarterback getting, you know, the first start of the year in a new era. So for him to answer like that – that's going to give him so much confidence yes. the rest of the year, especially if we're, I don't know, we're down a score with the ball, two minutes left. That sh- should give him confidence right there to take us down the field. And senior wants the job, got the job, so I hope he has it all year. Absolutely. And it just goes to show how important it is. This is something David Beatty never did. It is so important to just confidently stick with a freaking quarterback. Pick a quarterback. I think people were frustrated with how Les handled this because it felt like Beatty all over again, even though Les had said he had announced it to the team. He hadn't announced it publicly. But, like, there were so many times where Beatty, I think, would have maybe pulled Carter and said, let's try McVitie. Right. And Les just said, let's roll with him. And like B-Turn just said, that is such a confidence boost for Carter Stanley to know that his head coach, even though he hadn't had the best game, still trusted him to come down on a fourth-quarter drive and lead us to a much-needed yeah. win. Because and the first thing Les said after the game was they asked him about the quarterback, is Carter the guy next week? And he's like, oh, hell yeah. He like, said, you betcha. Yeah. Love it. You betcha. Right. So shout-out to Carter. Shout-out to Andrew Parchment. Shout-out to Dalen Charlotte. Like, huge drive and – I don't know. Let's get to the so two point conversion comes. What were we thinking going into that? Were you guys confident? I didn't. I had no confidence. I didn't mean either. As a guy with KU minus six, I had no confidence. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a huge moment because. And I'll say this: like I didn't know what I did not expect a trick play, no. not at all. 
So, but once it happened, I was like, yeah, that is kind of less miles to just pull off a trick play. So it didn't make it. At the time, it was surprising, but I got nervous. I thought he was going to try to run. Yeah, I did too. I thought it was just going to be a race to the corner. And then when he threw it, I was like, dude, he easily could have scored by running because he had the edge. I feel like he was like there was no one over there. Yeah, I watched the replay. He probably could have got there, but he was kind of like almost getting tackled and like falling. Mm -hmm. So it would have been. Would have been tough, but Parchment, I mean, I think we all joked, like, Parchment for Heisman, the dude was catching screen passes, catching long passes, freaking throwing two-point conversion passes, so... That deep ball he caught was insane. Yeah. Crazy catch. Uh, and then, he, or are you talking about the one that got deflected into the air? He had that one, too, that, mm-hmm. like, tipped up. He had he one inside that. the 10 that he went, they ended Just, up reviewing it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he The tipped showed... one was insane, I don't know how he... Wound up ca- catching it. Yeah. I mean, Andrew Parchment showed so many different just parts of his skill set that I am so excited for. We've needed someone like that. Like, we say it again. Beatty kind of focused on those smaller, quick wide receivers, which we love. Steven Sims, freaking love him. But uh, these guys are going to be a little different. They're going to be able to just throw it up and hope that our guys go out over the defender and catch it. So that was super exciting to just see that we needed to pass the ball and we could do it. And obviously we did go out, get two-point conversion. And then we still had to get a stop. I was still nervous. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. Like, and we did. So, got the win. The Hawks are 1-0. Yeah, we say, like, we don't score in those situations. Like, we never go on game-winning drives. But I feel like those are the times we don't get stops either. Yeah. You know, like, defense is worn out. Offense, because the offense can't stay on the field, so the defense oh, yeah. is on the field. And we don't get a stop. Yeah. But, like, it's insane how many – like weapons we do have on offense like we have two tall receivers that go up and get it we have three good backs that could play for a lot of schools in the country we have a final four legend james sasinski yeah touchdown kind of tutter at t- tight so end if, if carter can make those big throws and just keep the chains moving it's going to make it so much easier for puka to have running lanes and right because yes. keep the defense honest yes we have any, i mean you're talking about the weapons and like we we didn't have a great offensive day but we also didn't have our best offensive players so i'm so excited to have puka back um but before we kind of transition into we'll talk coast carolina we'll talk puka what would you if you guys had to give carter a grade for his start i mean what would you give it it's tough. It I mean, I know tough. there were like the analytics had him top half of the Big Twelve mm-hmm. um, completion percentage, no interceptions, had a couple touchdowns. Um, but I don't even know if I'd put any like blame on him. I just thought it was like a super conservative like game plan. Yeah. No. Which like, if it's if you're being conservative because you're playing an FCS school without your best player, you don't want to show too much. Okay, that's whatever. But if that's what we're going with every week, we might get smoked some <laughs> yeah. weeks. Absolutely. I'm hoping the aggression that we allowed Carter yeah. to play with on the final drive is kind of like an eye-opener. Like, and it wasn't Whoa. even just that. It was like in the first possession of the game, we were going tempo, no huddle, and it was working, and then we just stopped. Yeah. And then we stalled out and we punted. And, like, we, it was just boring at times. Like, And I get that's what Les ran right. at LSU, and yep. that's honestly what got him fired. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's tough to put a grade on it. I would put Carter probably like a B-. minus. Um and had he not had that last drive, I think it's absolutely probably a C minus. But like yeah. it was like you said, it was a lot about the game plan, but being able to come back and answer after the fumble 
was huge, and I think he's going to be even better next week, like b said. I think it's going to be a massive confidence boost for him, just knowing that he's 100% the guy. He doesn't have to worry about mistakes. I'd give him a B-, but I'm very interested to see if he's a lot better next week or if we kind of see the same game plan. It'll be interesting. Yeah, he's got all the support from the players and coaches, too. So yeah. all the players love him, yeah. and, I mean, Les is sticking with him. Like you said, he wasn't amazing on Saturday, but kept him in there, and he got us the win. Yeah, you got a grade for him. You didn't give a grade either. Grade either. Yeah, I was kind of around the B to B minus range. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, it's hard to go below that when you literally like yeah. throw the team on your back at the end winning exactly. game. Exactly. So. Like that drive was huge, um, and his stats looked good. So it right. it it, uh, it was awesome. We love Carter. We obviously wanted him to get the start. So I'm just super excited. That's a that was a really exciting just moment. Like, even the games we have won, we, I think we were talking about this in the car. When is the last time we had a game-winning drive like that? 1932. <laughs> AB, what did I you say? I said 2013 against Louisiana Tech. I we think, had a field goal to win it. I think that might be right. A We had not have a fourth-quarter winning drive. Unless we want to count Texas in overtime. Nah, I wouldn't or count like the that game. The game-tying one was pretty cool, though, with the two-point conversion. Yeah. At the end, that was pretty similar. But yeah, guess who was manning center drive. there? Our boy Carter. Yes, Carter is just the man. So I'm excited that he is our guy and will be our guy. And uh, will hopefully lead us to a first 2-0 start since 2011. That's disgusting. Yikes. That makes me so sick. But all right, before we move on, we got a new segment. We're going to call it... <laughs> Banana Land moment of the week. You folks that have listened before, you know we use Banana Land way too often. <laughs> banana Land, Bananaville, bananas. So the we Congress were, of Banana Island. <laughs> we were kind of thinking Banana Land moment of the week. Like, what was something that happened this week that you were just like, that is bananas? AB, kick it off. Who you got? Banana Land moment of the week. What do you got? You know, not to keep this whole two-word phrase in our vocab <laughs> too often, but oh, when I see, like, Les Miles and the main KU Athletics page and the KU football page tweeting out the booth, yeah, oh, that's so, so bananas. Like, Dude, yeah. like, a month ago, it was, like, us three that talked about it. And now if you, like, look, hashtag the booth on Twitter, it's, like, flooded with tweets. Yep. It, so, oh, it gets me chills. It was awesome Friday night seeing all the, the assistants and Les and – you said KU Athletics main page, yeah. KU football page. Like, they were all in on the booth. And it really is bananas because we just kind of started that kind of as like a, hey, let's call it the booth. Right. Like, it's just kind of a joke that we never thought. We thought it might take off on Twitter with, like, our friend group and the people we associate with on Twitter. Yeah. But never less Miles, Jeff Long, the main KU Athletic page. So Players and stuff, too. Yeah. If Bill Self tweets out the booth, like, if he, you know, Jeff goes up to him and asks him to send out a tweet about going to the game. If he says it with the booth, I'll lose it. I what don't know if I can do? do the pod. What will you do? <laughs> Tell me to do something. Okay. We'll, we'll that come stuff up. when he licks his fingers and pats himself. <laughs> we'll tweet out the GIF. But, no, yeah. So, that's a GIF. great Banana Land moment. It's GIF over GIF. Um, I will go with – I think we just talked about it, so it's kind of bad timing. But, like, fourth quarter drive. Game-winning drive, that was banana land to me because I just thought there was no chance. I thought we were done. I was already thinking about the Twitter meltdown that we were about to see. Like, I was running through my head, what am I going to say? What are we going to talk about on the podcast? We just lost to Indiana State in Les's debut. We're going to be made fun of in the national media. Like, this oh is going to be a nightmare. I was already triggered by, like, K-State and Mizzou fans. Yes. Speaking of Mizzou, yikes. Shout out Wyoming. We got Kelly Bryant. <laughs> NCAA sucks. We're going to win 10 games. <laughs> 
fuck yourselves. <laughs> yeah. Wyoming, so, your 17-point yeah. favorite. Everyone was loving that total for their wins, too. <laughs> I and sure that's did. probably oh, yeah. not going to happen. I think we talked about that last episode. It was like minus so 200 dumb. or something for over, what was it, eight? Seven and a half. Seven, yeah. Yeah. Might not happen anymore. Yeah, no. SEC's not easy. Missouri stinks Stink. per usual. Um, so yeah, I say my banana land moment was just us responding as a KU football program and coming back and winning a game with our back against the wall because that just never happened. So again, we've touched on it a lot, but that just made me so happy. Shout out Carter. Shout out Dalen. Shout out Andrew Parchment. That was fun. B turn. What's your banana land moment of the week? I mean. <laughs> It would be – I'd go on a rant right now if I didn't win. But <laughs> Liam – is it Liam Jones? Yes. I, he would have been dead to me. But, <laughs> Liam, you can't miss extra points. <laughs> no. Literally the whole time, like when they were coming back, took the lead. I'm just sitting there like – especially when it was 16-10 or whatever. So you had the Hawks minus six and a half, right? Yes. That, okay, yeah. Just to so I'm sitting there the like, story. dude, yeah. even if they score like – all it ne- all I needed was a fucking made extra point yes. to feel safe. An extra point. Yeah, by a Big Twelve kicker. Yeah, like when it was sixteen ten, I was like, I'm about to lose because of an extra point. I'm about to lose because of an extra point. Like sitting there just bitching. And then we score, and I'm like, pumped. We took the lead, but I'm sitting there like, oh my god. Like I know we're going for two to go up seven, but it's KU. They're not. They're not getting the two point conversion. Yeah. I mean, and there's when, a scenario in KU football history where we not only don't get the two-point conversion, but we, like, throw a pick and they take it back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or something. The old so, Eric Berry in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, and so when, I don't know, when they ran, when they converted, I was it just took so much off me. Like, But, yeah, missing the extra point just almost yeah, I mean, screwed. It almost screwed the team. Yeah, it is bananas that. We almost lost 17-16. Yeah, and that would have been just awful. And we, I mean, we missed other field goals. Like we missed field goal too. So, and then that, like him missing those field goals, made us probably not kick that field goal when we were up sixteen three. Yeah, we went, we went for it on fourth and one, and fumbled. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's a good one because I, you know, I'm very happy we won. But it would have been entertaining content in the group message to see you reacting to us losing and you losing a bet over an extra point so when Dalen caught the touchdown I like didn't even react I was I just lo- I was just looking at the scoreboard he was Still waiting thinking for about two. six and a half yeah. up five uh, I was the same way because I had six I knew they were going for two so like oh, yeah, they were gonna tie it and push for me but yeah <laughs> or miss it and we both lose <laughs> <laughs> that that is funny um but it's good that is good we we got it done shout out Andrew Parchment second best big 12 or quarterback in the big 12 behind Carter yikes could not get that out uh <laughs> all right one more thing before we move on to next week Jeff Long on Twitter after the game was an electric factory just a hilarious guy I mean he's tweeting out gifs but my favorite thing that he tweeted was his feet yeah, picture of his feet just he sitting just, in a pool. He just tweeted a picture of his feet. And his daughter was, like, mad at him, telling him to delete it. Um, he's hilarious. One other thing. Well, go ahead. Do you have something to say? No, I was just going to agree with you. He's a goon. He's- yeah. One other thing. Uh, he agreed to officiate my wedding, which might not happen for another 10 years, as I have no prospects. But <laughs> let's uh, – I just thought I was – I tweeted jokingly. I think I said it while we were tailgating. I was like, guys, I want Jeff Long to be in my – be in my wedding like probably three or four guy and my mm-hmm. groomsmen and i tweeted at him and he was like you know what keep me updated i'll officiate the damn thing i was like <laughs> let's go 
I'm not kidding. I will try and make that happen if I get married while Jeff Long is still there. So love Jeff Long. I also love Les Miles. He had a press conference yesterday. Pretty entertaining. Yep. Oh, yeah. Kind of uh, felt like we're getting less. Back opening, to himself, yeah. Opening up a little more. He did the whole men in black uh, scan the room, told everyone to like erase their Forget, memory yeah. because he announced that Parchment was the MVP. And he, and he was like, oh, I should have told Andrew himself. So he just started being weirdo less. And that's what I want to see out of less. The weirder he is, the better we're going to be. Is what He's I think. awesome, dude. Yeah. So, And we got some new fans, by the way, in Louisiana. I've got some extended family that live in Baton Rouge. And my cousin goes to LSU. He's on the team. And I uh, got some texts saying... How about those Jayhawks? Let's go. Less miles looking good. Yeah. So they all love them. So they were we got like, some extra fans this year. They were like people wearing LSU gear mm-hmm. inside the booth. Tell them to meet us at the college football playoff and we're <laughs> playing LSU. <laughs> LSU, Kansas, two versus three. Yeah. Who are they going to cheer for in that one? You mean one versus four? <laughs> we're one? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yes. Cool. Agreed. LSU's offense did look good, though. Yeah. Tell them to get their asses to Lawrence for a game on a bye week or something. <laughs> on a bye week, I when would, LSU does, I would love to just. Have you know a what I'm saying? Ton of LSU fans. When LSU's on a bye, oh the fans, Kevin Lawrence, yeah. Oh, I thought you meant get LSU up here to play us to see who's better. That's why. No, I'm saying your cousin, scrimmage. your family, to come to a game and bring bring the whole state of Louisiana. Uh-huh. Yeah, fill it up. <laughs> okay. I'm in. Fill the booth. <laughs> hashtag. I love Jeff Long's hashtag. Get to the booth. get to the booth. Yeah. Get to the. I like fill, fill the booth. Fill the booth would be better, but get to the booth is just kind of funny. And I'm whatever. I'll roll with it. One more thing, actually. What do you guys think of this tradition that might be taking off of playing New York, New York after the game? Did you hear Les talk about that at all? <laughs> a little bit. Um, I mean, it's, it's the Yankees. Yeah. But I'm a big Sinatra guy, so that's yeah, cool. Yeah, and that song's a banger. Nobody dislikes singing that song. Uh-uh. So it came on, I and I remember play it now. me and my people I sat with were kind of like looking at each other like, why are they playing New York right now? But Les gave a great reason. He said when he was in New York, he ordered an orange juice, and it was the best orange juice he ever had. Then he went across the street and ordered a sandwich. It was the best sandwich he'd ever had. So he says to survive in New York, you've got to just be competitive and put the best product you possibly can. So I like that. (laughs) If that gets our guys going and we're going to vibe out to New York after each win, I'm all in and I will be screaming it. That sounds like something that someone would come up when they're just baked out of their minds. (laughs) Like just thinking of a win song to play on the PA yes. and have a full reasoning behind it, and he's like, going okay. up to like the the directors who play all the music and everything. He's like, Here, how about this one? At the end, we're gonna play New York, New York by Frank Sinatra. And they were just like, What, what are you talking about, dude? <laughs> but I'm all for it. Yeah, I, you know, I think every team needs a fun fun traditions like that. It's like kind of like the booth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I'm all in. I think people are hating it a lot. I'd be shocked if it takes off because of how much people are like, what do we do? And that's a Yankees thing, which I get both sides. But I, I think mean, that's kinda, how people are about the booth, and it's exploding right now. So Yeah, I think it'd be kind of fun to just sit in the stadium, get drunk during the game, and then bang sit, out to some Sinatra. Yeah. Well, who, who would actually dislike that? So I love it. This episode of Ain't No Seats is presented by Drone Lawrence. Lawrence, Kansas' number one aerial videography company. It's time to modernize your marketing and stand out with drone footage, and nobody is better at that than Drone Lawrence. Restaurants, construction, events, real estate, you name it, Drone Lawrence will be there to film and edit it. Give them a follow over at Drone Lawrence on Instagram and Facebook, and check out DroneLawrence.com to take flight today. All right, let's get in to Coastal Carolina. Big game coming up. 
AB, you got some stuff for us. Gambling, what are we going to do? Sure do. We're an eight-and-a-half-point home favorite. Total's 52. Uh, last week, Coastal lost at home to Eastern Michigan. They were underdogs, so it wasn't like a surprise, but they lost, so no surprises. Uh, they'll be in Kansas all week because the hurricane. Mm. Uh, my thought is by Friday night, they're just going to want to be home, and they're not going to have any energy on Saturday. Um, we'll get more to that later. Yeah, but um, definitely an adjustment for them. And then their quarterback threw four picks last week. So that's, that's exciting. Seems good. Yeah. So I mean, who, okay. who knows? We should win. Obviously, the line shows that. But I don't yeah. Know. So like we said earlier, this will be the first time we're two and zero since 2011. Are you assuming, or if we win? If we win, <laughs> if we win. Um, and folks, I just want to say this real quick. We were just talking about fill the booth. Hashtag get to the booth. Get to the freaking booth. Yes, you have to come this weekend. I don't care if your kid has a soccer game, make him quit. I don't care if you have a work thing going on, quit your job. I don't care if you have a wedding, you're not going anymore, B-Turn. Just get to the booth, be there. Let's get 45,000. We'll probably 45. not come close. Let's get 40, actually. I was thinking 40 would be yeah, a good let's get 40. goal. Uh, David Beatty's debut, I think, got around 30,000. Game two got 38, 37, 38. So there was a huge spike from an 11 a.m. to a 6 p.m. game. And keep in mind, Beatty lost his opener to an FCS school. He sure and we did. still spiked up like 8,000 people. So get to the booth because this could be, you know, it's scary to say, could be our last one of the year. So I don't want to be negative, but if you want to look at it that way, like if you want to get to the booth and see a win, now is the time to get there, be there. Let's get to 2-0 and start, and let's be really excited going into a road game at Boston College, who seems to be looking pretty good. Um, this is the game to do it, though. Like you yeah. were saying, late game, 6 p.m., you got all afternoon to do stuff at home, or you can come tailgate if you'd like to. Always yep. welcome that. But, yes. I mean, Puka's back, first game back. It's a winnable game. We already won last week, so there's already natural excitement built up. Like, just go. Yeah, there's what, what no excuses to miss the night uh, game. Tickets are cheap. Like ten dollar tickets, you have all day to drink before it. Yeah. Gotta go. New era, to. one of the best coaches we've ever had, probably the best. <laughs> this this could be a time where the alcohol inside the stadium will change things. Because most yeah. people you drink all day, but once you hit the stadium, you're kinda like, Well, can't drink anymore. You start you're to get, get less hangover yeah, at like you nine start o'clock. to get like sick. Yeah. Now, people are just going to give you more drunk. And by 9 o'clock, when the Hawks are rolling on to their second win of the year, that place could be an absolute just shit show of drunk people. And I can't wait, and I look forward to seeing it. And I will be just, rowdy. Yeah, and I will start the gambling with, I'm taking the Hawks minus 8.5. I think we kind of struggled last game offensively. I think that last drive is going to be huge for confidence. I'm taking the Hawks for like a eh, 14-point win. I'll call it 31-17, Hawks, minus 8.5, bet your mortgage. I want to see us <laughs> I want to see us come out and just kick the shit out of someone. Like get up 14-0, 21-0, and just beat yeah. the shit out of them. Stomp on their throats and just yes. end their life. I didn't even mention that Pook is back. I'm just way too – yeah, that's a big thing, but – I'm sitting here thinking I'm just way too nervous to bet on KU anymore. Like, <laughs> we covered, but, God, we're down one Yeah, with a couple minutes left, and the spread jumped up to 12. So if you had that, it was over no matter what. It's just scary. Like, Coastal Carolina's not that good, but 
Well, didn't they get torched by the Eastern Michigan's quarterback? Two incompletions. Yeah, 20 of 22 for three touchdowns. Like 250 yards. The Tudders. So it sounds like Coast Carolina's defense <sighs> is going to struggle at defending the pass, but the problem is, are we going to pass? Uh, who knows? That's the that's the scary thing with having a number that big. they got to win by two scores, and if we're running the ball every play, we're going to have less plays, less possessions, less opportunity to score. Yeah. So, I mean. But we also have the best running back in the Big 12 back sure is I that's like a, we're getting 150 rushing yards coming yeah. saturday from Please. a player need it like that's I, 100 yards every game yeah. at least all purpose like he's gonna catch passes and mm-hmm. like those boat those screens we're running those are gonna go to this guy now yeah they become a lot different when they're going to puka because they go to the house yes points, or you're points, picking points, up points. first you're picking up a first down he's making someone miss like one of the most dangerous players in the country i don't care what anyone says i've He's insanely unique. I just can't wait for that first moment where you see – like there's – when Puka runs the ball, there's like moments where you see and it feels like he's about to get tackled, and then he's just two times faster than the guy trying to tackle him, and he just zips by. It's I like watching wait. Tyreek oh, Hill where he just catches yeah. the ball and he just blows by someone. We need to enjoy the shit out of Puka. I know. Like we're going to miss the shit oh, yeah. out of him. He is going to be insane over the next the, – the fun thing, I love college football. you got to be here – Till next year, so at least. So that's awesome. I think Puka is going to be huge for this team. I think we win by more last game, obviously, if Puka plays. Like I said, I felt like there were opportunities where the play worked. Puka would have been gone if he were playing, and Khalil and Dom just weren't able to. Um, so, yeah, I'm taking <laughs> Hawks covering. What are, what are you officially taking? We're I'll not. take us covering. I'm not going to say we're not <laughs> okay. on the pod. But I mean, I don't think I, I'm just saying. I don't think I would put money down on them right now. Like it we, is, we should. We scary. like we said, we play a good team, and they're gonna be. They would have been up on us by two or three scores in that first half. Yeah. Because probably not throwing a pick six. They're scoring twice at least. Yep. On those two drives we talked about, on the pick in the end zone and the one yard line, like yeah. it just scares me. All right, what do you have? I I said thirty one seventeen, so I am taking the under fifty two. Right. 52 is yeah, the it's 48. I'll take, so. I'll take yeah. Coastal to cover. Oh, wait, you're... You're switching? Yeah, plus eight and a half. Okay. Uh, yeah, keep in mind, this is a competition. Yeah, we'll that's why. Year. Yeah. And I don't even know if we announced on the pod last week what we were taking, but I think we all took the Hawks cover. Yeah, yeah so... I mean, we, Brandon and I both bet it. Especially yeah, the spread was I probably... It, so. Spread right. was probably four or five at the point that we yeah. were doing mm-hmm. the pod, so... So we'll just call ourselves we're all one and oh. Going in, we didn't do total. Last I would have taken the over, so I would have probably lost. <laughs> so, but this week I'll probably take under. I'm taking under. You've got Coast Carolina covering. I've got us covering. AB, uh, give me Hawks in the over. I don't like either of them, but I want to be different than you guys. So. Oh, I hate when you do that. <laughs> I, who knows? Puka breaks some off, and then there's points. There's points. There's more points. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And if this guy's throwing picks every time he drops back, another pick six, <laughs> yeah. or we get a interception in the red like zone Nathan or something. Peterman. Yeah. How many picks did he throw? Four. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Our secondary is pretty good. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Who knows? I mean, it's a coin flip. Now you guys are making me want to switch again. Nope. You're locked in. Hey, sure. if the if the line jumps like it did again, do... We get what we said on here. Okay. You're, That's fine. You've got Coast Carolina, eight and a half. Are these any hammers for you guys, or are you just going to wait for the three Weird. other games that I have? Oh, I'm not hammering anything with this team yet. <laughs> okay. I'm not going to either, but... <laughs> I mean, do we get a hammer? I was going to hammer one. You don't have to if you don't want to. But. We'll hammer eventually, but I want to yeah. hear the rest of the games, and I might come back and hammer. 
Um, God. But real quick, I also want to predict, what is our official prediction for attendance? 41,362. Wow. B-turn. I mean, do we have to be that precise? Yes. (laughs) What'd you say? 41,362. I'll say 42,577. You boys are confident. We're getting 40K. uh, I'll go 39. Bro, the whole... 465. The whole one side was filled. We're going to have more students. Yeah, but Saturday they're night. also, you're saying 10,000 more people? Yeah. All right. I like it. I hope you're right. Well, if, What'd you if guess? any of us nail the number on the spot, we get 10 points given to us in game. Almost, I know more like than that. 500. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I said 39,465. All right. We'll listen back and get this <laughs> yeah, shot down. I can't even remember. All right. Go into the other game. Okay. Then. Old Big 12 rivalry. This one's going to be fun just to look at. Nebraska's minus three and a half at Colorado. Um, I don't have a total for these, just the spreads. But I'll take Nebraska. I on think the road. Scott Frost is good. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's fair. Buffaloes. I like the flows money line. <laughs> the flows. At yeah. home, Nebraska looked horrible Saturday. Oh, so bad. Bounce All their touchdowns game. were like defense and special teams. Yep. And Colorado covered for me on Friday night. So gotta go with them have again. Have to just ride them. That's gonna. That's a pretty big game. I'm feeling even better now that AB said he bet Colorado and won. They're not winning you two games in a row. Former Big 12 teams playing each other. Boulder, most beautiful campus in America. Nebraska by seven. Book okay. It. Yep. Nice All right. Game. Not better than the one at West Texas <laughs> Institution. Um, we have Clemson. Uh, They're minus 17 and a half against A&M, one versus 12. Where's that at? Clemson. Oh. Ooh. I like Clemson. I'm yeah. going to hammer Clemson in that one. I'm going to take. They're just so fucking good. And they, they just don't stop scoring. Trevor Lawrence kind of looked weird. Yeah, I was. And they still put up 52. Bizarre. I will take Texas A&M in like Ooh. a late game cover. Just one of those annoying ones that you guys are going to tweet the back door, text yeah. and just rage about it. Um, I'll take Texas A&M. Yeah, they could be down 24 and score a touchdown and cover. I know yep. that hook is scary. Yep, love it. I bet Clemson wins by 21. <laughs> All right. I can see it. They blow teams out. Yeah. At home. I like if it the was over at in that game, too. I think it's like 64 and a half. I love I hope it's the, the over. over. That game would be fun. Love, 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 love the over. Yeah, I'll be taking that, too. Last one, another Big 12 game. Uh, LSU is a five and a half point road favorite in Austin against the Texas Longhorns. Wow. LSU. They're I'll, legit, dude. I'll hammer Texas. That's Tom a, Herman as a dog, man. He's like 12 and one as an underdog. That's a big game for Texas. Like, this is a huge moment. For, I mean, is I know, Texas back? That's I know we established their back. They're top but ten like, team. I don't know. They've they've kind of shown their back in the Big Twelve. They beat OU right last year. So I don't know. This would be big in like the national landscape if you're really trying to get back to like Texas Vince Young days being back. Like you win a game like this. So what's the what's I'll the total? Uh, I'll look it up. But I hate. I mean, yeah. Them. I think I'll take Texas. I think LSU wins. They LSU look defense is crazy, dude. I hate picking against Coach O. Tigers, but I—I uh, I don't know. Goal. I think Tech—that's crazy. That's a—that's a big line to me. It was surprising, and it opened at four and a half, so people are betting LSU too. Yeah, they just their offense looked insane. I still think that four-point spread in the Oregon game was not right, but they covered. <laughs> yeah, twenty-one-six. Sure, make sure you have my hammer noted. The total's fifty-five and a half in that game. Under. Yeah, I over I like that. Over. <laughs> over. I'd take under. Over. Um, hammer out of those three games, or KU, whatever you want to so, do. I'll go uh, Colorado. Okay, I hammered. Uh, what was it? 
Clemson. High hammer Clemson. Clemson minus 17 and a half. So, yeah. I don't know. We, uh, I can't wait till one day the Hawks are playing in like the primetime LSU Texas slot. What year is that going to be? 2019, week six, when KU and Oklahoma are both undefeated and game days at the booth. <laughs> oh, I need it. I would shit my pants. I need that more than anything I've ever needed. So Where would they do it? On the hill, probably? No, they do it from our uh, tailgate, right outside under the Rock Chalk sign at Les Valley. Oh, speaking of the Rock Chalk sign, flip the K's. The K's are off. If you're listening, anyone that has any say in what the signs outside of the booth say... Rock chalk, the K is just backwards. Yeah, it, it on looks, both rock and chalk. Yeah, so let's get that fixed. Um, but all right, I don't, I don't know. We uh, do we have anything else we want to touch on? I didn't want to keep everyone too long. The Hawks are one and zero. We're excited about that. They have Coastal Carolina coming to town. Coastal Carolina is dealing with the hurricane, which sucks. I hope everything's all good with all those dudes. But like you said, that's tough. That's tough. It's a you're, long time to be away. You're from on here. vacation in Lawrence, Kansas. You're from Coastal Carolina. This is no. You're not excited to be here. Mm-mm. You're miserable. You're ready to go home, just like B Turn is. So we no. uh, we've uh, let's get. We gotta be two and zero. We just have to. We said it against NES State. You gotta win the first game. You gotta win the second game. You gotta be. You Coastal cannot Carolina. lose these games. You man. just gotta. You gotta you take care gotta of business, it. like the Indiana State game. Didn't yep. play that well. We escaped. We won. We scored yep. more points. Like it doesn't matter how you win a sports game. Yeah, <laughs> a sports game. Let's just, uh, unless, also unless you okay. have the spread or money on something. Yeah, just that. Also, one more thing. I talked to you guys before. We're gonna try something. Uh, changing the outro song. I'm going to start doing that every week. Uh, since it's the first time we're doing it, you won't know that we're going to have this competition or whatever until you hear it. So first person to tweet out the name and artist of the song, will I'll buy you a beer at the game or something. So we'll we'll have some fun with that. I don't Maybe know. He's wow. going broke. Yeah. You ever heard what? of the app Shazam? People All are going to do <laughs> is play it. We're going to have like 8,000 people listening now <laughs> since... Yep. They want you to get them a beer so badly. Oh, yeah. Inside the booth. Pull, yes. out, a, pull out a natty light from the cooler at the tailgate. <laughs> Give it to them. <laughs> yeah, but, hey, for real, if you are looking to tailgate next week, I know we had some people stop by and say what's up. That's cool. Come to Les Valley. We are right Phil. under the massive the rock chalk sign right outside. Student kind of by entrance, the student yeah. entrance. It's perfect spot. It's a fun time. We're having, like, tons of hot. I don't know. What did Riley say we're making this week? Sausage, hot dogs. You know. Yeah, I mean, I don't do that stuff. I bring the bun. So, uh, it'll be a fun time. Stop by. Hawks are trying to be 2-0. I'm excited. We're 1-0, which is fun. And I think we're going to get to 2-0. So, yep. That's all we got. Fill the booth. Get, get your asses to the, to the game. The make booth. your quit. Make your kid quit their soccer team if it's making you not get to the booth. I'm not kidding. Just get there. That's all we got. Rock chalk. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.